Hey, y'all, this is Deplorable Dennis. And this here is Rusty Shizlip. And you're listening to Pod Guns and Glory. Welcome to episode one of our podcast, where we plan to talk, but mainly scream about the issues most important to our hearts, freedom, faith, and funions. We chose to invade this format after getting kicked off Twitter for violating their terms of service one too many times. And y'all, that ain't the only social media we've been banned on. Freedom of speech and the right to stalk, dox, and repeatedly harass your neighbors is under attack. I don't know what's so flammatory about calling for Dr. Fauci to be burnt at the stake. He deserves it. That man is lower than a snake belly in a wagon rut. Sure he is the way he's putting us at risk. Matter of fact, he should be tarred and feathered, then waterboarded, then hung, drawn and quartered, and then lit up brighter than a yuletide tree at a Ku Klux Christmas party. Wouldn't you have to dry him out real good after the waterboarding so he's caught fire at the stake? Unless he's some kind of magical evil wizard or whatnot. Gaben, a trailer park nerd, says the probability that he's an Illuminati sorcerer is statistically significant. Yeah, maybe. But I still don't know why I got Twitter's panties all in a wad. Anybody with half a brain could tell I was being sarcastic. You was? Well, yeah, just like when President Trump was kidding when he told the Russians to find Hillary's emails. And then they did. That one was a real rib tickler. Or should I say, lib dickler. Rusty here says the president can tickle his ribs anytime it tickles his fancy. That's right. He's the only man man enough to give this old redneck here half a chub. Excuse me, Rust. I know you're pitching a tent for our president, but I'm not done pitching my hissy fit. Oh, sorry, Dennis. Didn't mean to step on your snake skins. Well, I'm still not done pissing my hitchy fit for being kicked off the social medias for seeing months of hard trolling flush down to Twitter. Makes me want to go like this. Anyway, we'd like to thank our tireless supporters who are still out there on the Tweetscape, fighting that good fight, especially those WWG1 WGA folks, which, as we was told, stands for whiskey, women, guns, one wipe, God, America. One wipe? Well, you know, after you take a shit. Oh, I know those. I call them Mr. Cleans. Take heed, listeners, and it's more important now than ever, what with the shortages and all, to watch out for the toilet paper that hurts your sensitive little white supremacist buttholes. Rusty calls that kind the John Wayne wipe. Rusty, you want to tell the good people why? Because it's rough, it's tough, and it takes no crap from anyone. You've been warned. I hoarded me enough toilet paper to do Mr. Cleans for the next ten years, y'all. And we also want to thank the sponsor of today's episode, the Alt History Channel, featuring the new documentary, Flat Earth 2, Homemade Rocket, Go Blue. Airing this Monday at 8, 
Follow amateur stuntman and professional YouTube crank Buford J. Boogaloo as he debunks the scientific consensus on the shape of our planet. That sure is a tall order. How in the hell does it do it? Why, he launches himself up yonder in a homemade rocket to prove the Earth really is flat. Spoiler alert, he don't make it. Well, this is a major setback for our flat Earth community. But we plan to honor Buford's memory on our Pod Guns and Glory Wall of Heroes. Right up there with Don Imus, O.J. Simpson, Gary Busey, Pepe the Frog, and the MyPillow Guy. Hey, speaking of debunking the experts' consensus, coronavirus. In just a moment, we'll be speaking with a man who says that when it comes to this deadly endemic, we should be listening to what's in our hearts, not what's in some scientist's head. For now, I want to talk about the virus's true victims, the people who are suffering the most at the hands of this invisible enemy, whose health, livelihood, and very lives are at the greatest risk. And by that, I mean the oil companies and casino executives who have done so much for this country while asking for so little in return. They're hurting friends like they've never hurt before. And as you're sitting at home listening to this, and maybe ordering your American flag themed vibrators on Amazon, well, we'd like for you to join us in a moment of silence for these fallen heroes. <laughs> Rusty, you mind saying a quick prayer? Sure would. Jesus. Coronavirus. Vegas. Vince McMahon. Slot machines. Timeshares. Golf tournaments. Waffle fries. Amen. Thank you, Rust. Just doing my part to petition the big guy in the sky. We need him now more than ever. Our economy is in peril. It's on the ropes. It's over a barrel. It's besieged. Then for what? For some ailment? For some little flu? For some itty-bitty virus? What is a coronavirus anyway? And how are we supposed to know it's even real? We can't see it. So riddle me this lamestream medial. Is there any way for us to actually see the coronavirus? A scope remark? Or whatever them thingamajiggers is called? I don't know what a microscope's got to do with it. Some sciencey mumbo-jumbo crap. Tell me something, Rust. You ever seen a coronavirus with your one good eye? I ain't remember ever seeing it. Then it's settled. Coronavirus is a hoax. Maybe's I seen it with my one bad eye. The hoax on the Volks. It's a scam, a ruse, a swindle meant to keep hard-working Americans from enjoying themselves in Cracker Barrel gift shops and White Castle dining rooms. Don't you dare forget Waffle House. The only question is, was the virus a hoax manufactured in some Chinese laboratory by the guy from the Ernest movies, like in The Patriot with Steven Seagal? Or was it a hoax concocted by the demon craps to distract from President Trump's brilliant response to it? Could be those demon rats working hand in hand with the Chinese comrades, but we'll never know for sure. See, that's the problem, Rust, because that's just what the lamestream media and deep state wants you to believe. They'll never rest until every last one of us has guzzled from their dollar store punch bowl of lies and disinformation. But we've got news for them. We'll never drink their brew of Big Brother BS, their ice-cold Kool-Aid concoction of corruption. 
for we get our news only from the most trustworthy sources. InfoWars, the National Enquirer, and the guy who lives in the dumpster behind the Circle K across the street from my trailer park. They've all confirmed that coronavirus is a hoax, just like the moon landing and the access Hollywood tape. And the one about 9-11. That it was an inside job. That it was paper-traded by the ancient aliens in league with the interdimensional lizard folk who control the minds of the New World Order elitists. Now, don't get ahead of yourself, Rust. There's no method to our madness. We still don't know if 9-11 was pulled off by the ancient aliens or the futuristic foreigners. Please don't say that word. Futuristic? No, foreigners. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. I do apologize, good buddy. It was not my intention to frighten you. That's the job of our good friends over there at Fox News. Unless you was talking about the band. You have my word of honor. I'll never say the word foreigner ever again. Unless I do. Please don't. Well, then how else am I going to refer to immigrants without being pegged a racist by the PC police? Being called a racist ain't never stopped you before. You're right, Rust. That's sound advice. It ain't never stopped me before, and there's no reason why it should stop me now. Why, I'll call those immigrants... And I'll call them... And I'll call them doggone ever-loving... Then there's nothing Frederick Douglass or Kathy Griffin can do about it. Old friend, you're the Rosa Parks of your generation. A true freedom fighter. Well, that wouldn't be the first time somebody said so. It's the flaming cross I have to bear. Anyway, what was we talking about just now? How you's a racist. No, I meant before that. Before I admitted to God, Jesus, and everybody on the internet that I'll wear the label of virulent racist as proudly as a Medal of Honor or the Scarlet Letter. It's my Confederate badge of courage. Oh, well, I think we was talking about the coronavirus. Right, the coronavirus. Well, as we were saying, don't believe the hype, folks. When it comes to the coronavirus, there's nothing to see here. The Emperor has no clothes, he's naked. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. These ain't the droids you've been looking for. We have it on good authority, and you heard it here last, that the whole thing is a lamestream fake news deep state Don Lemon Sleepy Joe con job. Well, it could be a hoax paper traded by none other than George Source, that pesky little billionaire bugaboo who haunts the nightmares of so many fearless American patriots. And that's bonus points to you, Rust, for making a Source connection. For as we know, George Soros is responsible for most hoaxes, which has been proved by Glenn Beck's chalkboard. That chalkboard is smart. Smartest chalkboard in the world. What other chalkboard could have shown that George Soros printed Obama's fake birth certificate at the local Kinko's? Or that George Soros built the death panels with his own two hands. Or that George Soros started Black Lives Matter from the Craigslist Branson raves. Or that Colin Kaepernick is really George Soros in disguise. Or that Joe Exotic was framed by, you guessed it, George Soros! <laughs> George Soros! Look, folks, even if coronavirus is real, which it ain't, and even if it's killing tens of thousands of Americans, which it is, does that mean we should be giving up our freedoms and our liberties to go to wrestling matches or Reba McIntyre concerts whenever we damn well please? I don't think so. Me neither. Here's your one chance fast don't let me down. Lord, forgive me for what I do. But if you want out, what is up to you? Now don't let me down. Now your mama's gonna move you uptown.
Joining us now to talk more about this is Reverend Huss Dicksmith, shepherd of the flock at the Second Uninformed Church of the Jolly Muscular Christ, which just so happens to be the place where I worship on the Sundays the Jags have off. Reverend Dicksmith, welcome to Pod Guns and Glory. Well, I really do appreciate you having me on. What pious message do you have for us today, Reverend? Today, I want to preach about caring for the elderly. And by that, I mean dragging Papaw, kicking and screaming to my megachurch, in spite of what that demon imp, Dr. Fauci, says. You see, the liberals have had their beady eyes on our religious rights and freedom to gather together and worship for many a year. This viral hoax is just the excuse the satanic atheists have been waiting for to take away our right to give Papaw a contagious disease. Amen. Amen, brother. And let me throw some logic and scripture at you if you need some biblical proof. Even if the virus was real, it can't hurt us. Please turn with me, brethren, to Luke chapter 11, verse 37. Brother Rusty, would you be so kind to read for us today? Sure. (coughs) (coughs) And as he spake, a certain Farfisa besought him to dine with him, and he went in and sat down to meet. Hmm, I like the sound of that. And when the Farfisa saw it, he marveled, that he had not first washed before dinner. And Jesus said unto him, Now do you far faces make clean the outside of the cup and the platter, but your inward part is full of ravening and wickedness, ye fools. So you see, brethren, what the gentle non-hipster Caucasian Jesus thought about hand washing. He knew it was an odious invention of the pampered elite. He knew it was a legalistic ruse concocted by the paranoia peddlers and their corporate overlords to seize control of the bodies of us believers. Praise the Lord for Jesus. Praise Praise the the Lord for Jesus. Jesus. And for Dale Jr. too. He's fast like that chalkboard is smart. Praise the Lord Jesus, who exposed hand washing for the liberal boondoggle that it is. He knew that it's not what's on the outside, but what's on the inside that counts. Even if what's on the inside is a deadly new virus that's been ravaging the globe like a wee Kublikan. Mark my words, brethren, if we have to start washing our hands for two whole happy birthdays just because some scientist said so, then the communists have already won. Uh-huh. I ain't never washed my hands, not even after dropping a loose deuce, and I ain't gonna start now. And that there, friends, is the word of God, in black and white. But mostly white. If you ask me, Dr. Fauci's a fake news plant installed by the liberal media and global leaders in their latest attempt to take down all our president. It's a conspiracy that's been in the works since 1984. That's when Fauci was appointed director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, by the Reagan administration. That's correct, Dennis. Ronald Reagan, who I voted for twice and once told my congregation was our last great hope, is just as much to blame for this as the coronavirus. Our enemy is not only invisible, it's also dead. Like some kind of devil vampire. That elitist is slipperier than a heap of used condoms in a kiddie pool. It is true, Brother Rusty. 
but we must hold fast to our ever-changing beliefs. Satan may try to tempt us, but the good news is that the devil only works on smart people. As 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 27 says, God has chosen the simple things to confound the wise. I hope to hell that Satan don't work on Glenn Beck's chalkboard. And Dr. Fauci, or should I say Dr. Ouchie, is a crafty devil. But as the Lord giveth brains, he also taketh them away. And we shall use those brains he tooketh away from us to confoundeth the living shit out of him. Wait a gosh darn second. I'm feeling kind of confounded myself now. I hope you listeners will remember that in this battle, this contest for your very souls, the first line of defense is to swear off the hand washing. Keep your hands pure, brethren. Don't be a Pharisee. Farfisa. We'll be sure not to do that. Well, we'd like to thank you for joining us, Reverend Dick Smith. It takes a real man to defy the stay-at-home order. Come down to this year trailer park and sit down with us face-to-face to bring some truth to the unwashed masses. Yep, that was a very edge-spiring and educational massage. You're quite welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Praise the Lord for Jesus. Praise the Lord for Jesus. And just a reminder that this podcast is sponsored by the Alt History Channel, featuring the new documentary, The Confederacy, not just about slavery. When it comes to the Old South, how come liberals always have to focus on the bad stuff? Bunch of negative Nancys and crybabies, if y'all ask me. Get over it. Double D, cue the sound effects. Friends, we're getting breaking news on Facebook Live from the Thunder Truth Bald Eagle Jesus' Lord Patriot Platoon who says they have airtight evidence that Dr. Fauci, I mean Dr. Ouchy, that pint-sized muppet of the radical left who has kept me from Baskin Robbins for the last six weeks, is heading up an ISIS-backed abortion-slash-gay marriage wedding clinic based in an Arvis drive-thru in Gaithersburg, Maryland. Wake up, sheeple! Wake up, sheeple. Arby's does got good curly fries, though, and they do got the meats. Well, now you can get a side of the homosexual agenda with those curly fries, courtesy of Dr. Ouchie. Can I get that on a brisket bacon beef and cheddar? Moving on. The last thing on our white Christian regular sexual agenda today is our first ever book review. And by that, I mean it's the first book we've ever read. And probably the last. I gotta say, the prospect of reading a whole damn book scared the jumping bejesus out of me. What with its pages and its words and its logical syntactic flow from one sentence to the next and whatnot. As luck would have it though, this book had none of those things. For it was written by my drunk Aunt Barb. Twitter handle frumpy for trumpy 2020 and it was released as an audiobook available for free download exclusively on MySpace. Thanks, Tom. He's my only friend, you know. Such an amiable little feller. It's called You Had Me at Sandy Hook Was a False Flag Operation, and it's a sequel to my drunk Aunt Barb's debut novel, Keep Your Damn Government Hands Off My Medicare, which Shitlit Quarterly called An Incoherent Clusterfuck Masquerading as the Scrap at the Bottom of the Bargain Bin of Romance. It continues the story of Patricia Rumble Strip, the free-spirited, wine-woozy salon owner with an unfettered fear of Muslims and a heart of gold. Now, Rust, if you remember where things left off and keep your damn government hands off my Medicare. 
Hell, I can't remember what color of Speedos I put on this morning. Miss Rumblestrip called off her engagement to Dr. Beauregard, Beauregard, Beauregard for his decision to accept insurance payments from the Obamacare marketplace. She was a good, freedom-loving woman who got her health insurance through Medicare and couldn't bear the thought of marrying a man who reaped the rewards of the sinister socialist state. That freeloader needs to pick himself up by his own bootstraps. Couldn't have said it better myself. So, and you had me at Sandy Hook was a false flag operation, we find that Patricia Rumblestrip has retired from the tannin salon, leaving it to her two nephews, shoulder and edge line, and has dedicated her life to finding Mr. Altrat. The first half of the book is one muddled, meandering, Merlot-soaked mess of a monologue which finds Patricia looking for love in the only place you can find it these days. The internet. She's on Tinder. She's on OkCupid. She's on Farmers Only. Hell, she's even on Badoo. But do you think the wimps on there have what it takes to satisfy her needs? Sounds like the kind of woman that can only be satisfied by a macho, patriotic, red-blooded American male. No cucks allowed. No way, no how. Those dating sites are crawling with pro-choice, pan-waste, and emasculated equal rights apologists. Patricia Rumblestrip has more spunk in her net folds than they have in their sacks. Oh, it looks like I'm getting a little chub again. But everything changes when she starts an account on the Ingram Dangle, the first dating app created by aspiring fascists for aspiring fascists. I don't know why. But that word fascist makes my chub a little bigger. Well, Patricia's only been on there for a few seconds when she gets a message from a user called In God We Thrust. It's just the okay emoji and a winky face. So she says, what the heck? What do I have to lose? And besides, that guy's speaking my language. Mine too. Except I also like them little poo emojis. They meet up for dinner at the Krispy Kreme, have a couple of crawlers and a nice chat about how Bill Cosby's not such a bad guy if you ignore all the rapey stuff. Turns out In God With Rust isn't just his username, it's the name he was born with. In God With Rust Jones. Still, Patricia's not sure whether she's into him enough for a second date. And then, afterwards in the parking lot, as they're snorting meth off a field and stream in the back of his four-branch arrow, In God With Rust turns to her with a twinkle in his eye, or maybe it's a speck of crystal. And you know what he says to her, Rust? Wanna rob a Piggly Wiggly? No. Can I interest you in some butt stuff? No, he says. Call me crazy, but I think Sandy Hook was staged. Well, duh. Everybody knows that. Sure, but in the story, it's just what Miss Rumblestrip's been waiting for. Some man to come along and give language and life to what she knows is true in her heart. I sure do wish some nice man would come along and give language and life to what I know is true in my heart. Anywho... If y'all have streamed the entirety of Tiger King twice and are looking for other constructive ways to spend your time during this unconstitutional quarantine, I'd recommend checking out You Had Me at Sandy Hook was a false flag operation by my drunk Aunt Barb. You won't be disappointed. It's like if a Danielle Steele novel did whippets and got a Timothy McVeigh back tattoo before being tossed spine first into a windmill. Now that's my kind of book. Does it have naked pictures in it too? And that's all the time we have for today. A quick reminder that this podcast is sponsored by the Alt History Channel, featuring the new documentary, Dylan Roof, Messenger of Peace, airing next Wednesday at 10. Was the Charleston church shooter wrongly convicted by a biased justice system? Will future generations come to realize that his actions were rooted in harmony, fellowship, and love? Learn more about the brilliant mind beneath the stylish bowl haircut next Wednesday on the Alt History Channel. The Alt History Channel, where the past is a lie. Thanks for listening, folks, and don't forget to mash that subscribe button. Yeah, 
Mash it like I smashed those trailer park hussies and truck stop floozies. We hope you all join us next time, when we'll be talking about an even greater threat to our country than coronavirus. Lefty liberal loons. Until then. Stay hard. Stay tough. And don't be caught wearing a mask like some yellow ISIS insurgent. It's your body, your choice.